Hello, hello everyone. My name is Nyla and I want to thank you for tuning in and listening in right now. This is Greener Thoughts. It's the podcast about environmental news, commentary, environmental facts, proactive ways you can protect our planet, and more. This episode topic is all about a new enzyme to keep millions of polyester pollution at bay. Greener Thoughts is produced every Sunday and Thursday. Please be sure to favorite Greener Thoughts, also review Greener Thoughts, and last but not least, to share Greener Thoughts. These actions will, of course, help Greener Thoughts grow. You can send your voice message by going to anchor.fm forward slash Greener Thoughts podcast forward slash message, or you can send your email to greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. Nyla, my favorite podcaster. How are you? This is Logan from the Life of Logan podcast. Um, First, I want to say I hope that you are having a pleasant holiday season. And second, I want to formally apologize to you because I was not able to take part in the uh, in the sweepstakes that you had. But I promise I will be on other ones. Just time has been getting away from me lately more than normal. Um, I did also want to propose something to you. I would like for you to be a guest on the life of Logan and we could talk about um, whatever you would like within the show's confinements or we want to get a little bit outside of the other parameters. That's fine, too. And I would also like to be a guest on Greener Thoughts, one of my favorite podcasts. So think it over. Let me know what your schedule is and let's chat. Talk to you soon. So you were just listening to Logan from his podcast, Life of Logan, and it's one of my favorite podcasts on Anchor, uh, specifically because um, Logan is someone who's near and dear because we do converse over the uh, voice messages, and he is an honest soul, someone who's very caring and honest, and he's so real and transparent about how he feels um, and what his podcast is about, um, about life and about news, current news, music sometimes, but mostly uh, mental health and the struggles of mental health. And um, there are going to be some big surprises coming up soon. Um, I kind of want him to, um, you know, keep doing more and more, and I'll be with him every step of the way, enjoying his podcast and supporting him. I love, love, love his podcast episodes. And so I'm really, really happy that, um, you know, Anchor, um, you know, brought us together here on this platform. Amazing stuff here on Anchor. You know, you never know what you'll find, but I'm really happy that I know um, Logan and his podcast is amazing because it's helped so many, many people. And I want to thank him for tuning in and having Greener Thoughts be his favorite uh, podcast, one of his favorites on Anchor. It really means so much. You know, I love Greener Thoughts and the spirit of it. And so there's just so much to do, um, but there's so many surprises. And I can't wait to uh, talk about them in the new year. And again, I want to thank you, Logan, um, for your amazing voice message. I love voice messages, so it just warms my heart to be able to have that. Um, you know, there will always be, of course, giveaways on Greener Thoughts. You know, many surprises, uh, lots of plans for the new year and uh, many months um, in the future. And it's just a lot. So I want to thank you again, Logan, for your voice message. And I can't wait to uh, have the surprises in store I'm coming up really soon. And it's going to be amazing. So thanks again. So I want to start off with some episode announcements. Um, and so there's a few different environmental holidays. And one of them is the uh, Human Rights Day, which is on December 10th annually. It was adopted all the way back in 1948. And there was this amazing document called the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, um, the U. 
UDHC or UDHR, um, and it's a milestone document proclaiming um, the inalienable rights uh, to all humans. So regardless of your race, your color, uh, religion, sex, language, political or other opinion, national or social origin, property, birth, or other status, um, it is totally a important document for all those to recognize. And so much so that it's available in more than 500 languages. It's amazing. It's the most translated document on the planet. Then um, there is another holiday. Um, it is kind of celebrated year-round, though, but I wanted to talk about it before the year's end. And it's called um, Ozone Action Day. And so it's declared when weather conditions are likely um, combined um, with pollution emissions just to form um, high uh, levels of ozone near the ground. And you may see a little airwaves of it and, and coming up from the ground. And these can cause, of course, harmful effects, really, really dangerous. So there are uh, several things you can do to sort of prevent some of the worst uh, effects of ozone. Um, pollution and so uh, one of the uh, many tips is that you can limit uh, your engine idling so if you're in traffic or um, waiting in the car for maybe um, someone to be picked up or something of that sort um, you can just turn off your engine also you can combine errands and so you can reduce trips outside so if you're going to the bank grocery store pick up a gift for someone or you know traveling to the post office you can do all those in one fell swoop and not over several days um, like that so um, that's another example another tip there and then uh, last one is that you can refuel your car or your trucks after dusk now I didn't know that that was um, a, a tip to do um, beforehand I never knew that that was um, I guess a tip to sort of combat ozone pollution so I'll take that into consideration. I'll definitely uh, be doing that. So after dusk is the time to do that. And then the uh, third and last environment holiday is International uh, Mountain Day. And it's always going to be on December 11th annually. And so if you didn't know, um, mountains cover 27% of the uh, Earth's land surface. So there, there's that fact. And... Um, on the 11th, December 11th, uh, this um, year's celebration in 2019, it's just to highlight, um, you know, the natural uh, magnificence and majesty of mountains. This year, every year, really, we are recognizing what mountains are for us and what they do and how we uh, should celebrate them and admire them. And the, the, the theme for um, the environmental holiday for International Mountain Day is that mountains matter for youth. So you can go ahead and celebrate with uh, youth around you, maybe those who rock climb, those who love uh, rocks, uh, geolog geologists, um, those who love the outdoors and climbing, um, adventurers, um, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, those of that sort, maybe uh, you would you know, take part in the uh, upcoming holiday, International Mountain Day. So in other news is our next segment. It's a quick dose of what's happening in today's world. And so the first headline is all about the irresistible and dreamy Jason Momoa and also Chris Pratt. So Jason Momoa goes full drogo on Chris Pratt's single-use plastic water bottle. Interesting headline. So there's a lot to it. So you can find out more about the story on HuffPost, aka Huffington Post, in the environment section. So what happened was... Uh, Momoa, who's fully well known um, as anyone who's either watched Game of Thrones or maybe Aquaman, knows uh, that Jason Momoa is big and he's huge and he's amazing. And Pratt, he's known from the Guardians of the Galaxy franchise, 
Well, they had a quick chat, uh, mainly over social media uh, recently, and this was because uh, Jason Momoa was uh, sort of pointing out the fact that the that the water bottle that Chris Pratt had uh, was an Amazon ad, and it was a single-use plastic bottle, the normal kind that you get that you use uh, f- um, if you have maybe a water bottle. It's simple. And Momoa, he went ahead and wrote uh, on the social media to Chris Pratt. Um, he said, quote, bro, I love you, but WTF on the water bottle. No single-use plastic. Come on. End quote. And then Pratt, he wrote a big blurb, a few paragraphs or so, uh, on his Instagram um, about um, what Momoa said. And his words are kind of long, though, yes, he totally agrees with what uh, Jason Momoa was saying. And he, you know, was talking about how he does use a reusable water jug, though he didn't have it with him on the Amazon ad shoot. And he goes on to say a few more things, but also, quote, My bad, I don't want your home of Atlantis covered in plastic. Hear that, kids? Reduce, reuse, recycle. End quote. So it's amazing. You know, Momoa, I really wanted to go ahead and speak to Pratt. Um, you know, just talk about the plastic bottle use. And then he kind of ended up apologizing because I guess fans and what and whatnot misconstrued um, the message overall. But um, Jason Momoa really sort of calmed it down. So he ended up uh, saying uh, the following message on his uh, Instagram, on his social media to uh, Chris Pratt. He says, quote, bro, you know my children and I are madly in love with you and I love everything you do. I'm sorry this was received so badly today. I didn't mean for that to happen. I'm just very passionate about the single-use plastic epidemic. The plastic water bottles have to stop. I hope you make a reusable water bottle for Amazon so we all can purchase. You're an inspiration to many. I'm one of them. I'll send you a case of Manalo or Manalu. Uh, all of my aloha, the Momoas, end quote. So he wrote a lot there, and I'm so happy that he did point out the uh, use of the plastic water bottle and Chris Pratt was uh, really friendly about it and there was no skin off his back to be uh, called upon it. So the next headline is all about this beached sperm whale that was found with 220 pounds of trash in its stomach. So this story was also found on HuffPost aka Huffington Post in the environment section. So there was a young uh, juvenile sperm whale, really uh, medium size, small size or so. It was beached, um, and it beached itself, and it died um, on a northern Scottish island last week, so recently. And there was a a number of different items um, in its stomach, in the whale's stomach. So these included things like bundles of rope. Um, you know, plus various plastic items like netting and cups and bags and gloves and packing material, tubing, just a lot of different stuff. Again, 220 pounds worth of stuff. And there was this group called um, the Scottish Marine Animal uh, Stranding Scheme, a really long name. They, they data collect and they do a lot um, for uh, animals especially those around beaches, and they performed um, the necropsy, it's a study of the dead, um, and they did this on the um, beached sperm whale. So the group, um, they have their own Facebook page, you know, their own social media presence, and recently, um, you know, it has tons of different news and stories of recent deaths um, of animals related to trash along the Scottish shore, so all that has been going on in the past few months. So if you by chance want to go to their uh, page just to see all of this um, transpiring and all the stories of the, of the different animals of the past few months, you can go to the Scottish Marine Animal Strandings uh, Scheme in their Facebook page. 
Now the third and last headline is all about hermit crabs and plastic trash. So rampant death for hermit crabs who confuse plastic trash for shells. You can learn more about the story on treeharbor.com. So what does the research find you may be thinking about? What does this research entail? Well, a few different things. One of them is that nearly 600,000 crabs are killed annually because of plastic debris. And I will link uh, the research link specifically in the show notes so you can check it out for yourself. Very thorough, pretty alarming, um, and there's a ton of information there. And the research uh, is recent. It was led by this research team um, from the Institute uh, for Marine and Antarctic Studies. And the research is published in uh, the Journal of Hazardous Materials. So um, one of those leading the team, uh, Dr. Jennifer Lavers, and her team actually went to two different islands. They went to the Cocos Islands or Keeling um, Island, and that's in the Indian Ocean, and then also Henderson Island all the way in the Pacific. So the Cocos Island uh, was pretty extreme in its number of plastic found. There was 414 million pieces of garbage, mostly plastic. Um, And with uh, Henderson Island, uh, between 61,000 to 508,000 crabs become or became entrapped um, in the debris uh, and they died um, in the Cocos Islands and also the Henderson Islands, uh, respectively. So I want to get to the um, news for today in this podcast episode, and it mainly comes from um, ENN.com, a.k.a. Environmental News Network. It's a really great place for all things news, and so... Um, It's amazing because it's all about uh, waste, but specifically um, how waste is being broken down in a new discovered way, all because of this amazing enzyme. And the waste is polyester waste uh, from landfills. So uh, my reasoning for, you know, this episode is because I love, of course, discussing and researching waste and trash and recycling and I felt like this needed more coverage and this needed to be uh, talked about and discussed and I sometimes feel that there's not enough coverage of waste and trash issues and recycling issues because you know there's the phenomenon of away culture which I talked about um, a few podcast episodes ago Um, and you know it's real and it's prevalent and it's around you know there are a lot of people who think you know, just because they throw something out that it's not their responsibility anymore. Um, they could really care less about it. And then they think that they're not responsible for what they put out on the curb. But that's not necessarily true. And so for this uh, podcast episode, I think the topic is really important. And as I kind of do say with all the different topics I cover, but this is important to me um, because it happens to do with waste and you know, creating a different solution for um, remedying the problem of waste, uh, specifically clothing waste. You know, that's really specific. So, um, you know, we all have clothes and some of our clothes happens to be from polyester uh, fabrics and materials. So, you know, it's really um, important to sort of dismantle Uh, polyester in our wardrobes which I'll get into a little bit later because we all know that you know polyester is really horrible you know it's definitely synthetic it's made from petrochemicals it's not natural so um, I want to get started with the topic so um, I entitled this uh, enzyme eliminates peril of polyester possibly So I want to first start off with the first uh, part of it. So the research information overview of all the data. So the researchers um, come from uh, Queensland University of Technology. So QUT. And it's all the way in Australia. So kudos to all my Australian listeners out there. 
and there is a professor. His name is Robert Spate and Dr. Laura Navon, and they performed amazing research uh, recently, and they found a commercial enzyme that dissolves and rids um, wool fibers from um, polyester and wool mixed fabrics with no damage uh, to the polyester strands. Now, I will put the uh, research link in the show notes for all my uh, researchers or or, uh, curious folk or social scientists, sociologists, all those. So, um, you may be thinking, what's next uh, for the research? Well, uh, there are a few uh, observations, but one of the most important ones, and the other one too, is that Professor Spade, he wanted to... Um, after uh, finding out this research and going about it, the first thing with this research to do is to partner with uh, recycling companies to sort of jumpstart the scale of processing um, in kilograms, you know, polyester and these bits there. And then the second thing is to develop more of the process uh, for commercial use of this uh, enzyme, of this data, of this information, um, and then sort of see the economic value in it for companies, of course. So um, next, we're gonna, we're gonna jump to the importance of the research for application today. So I think one of the most important reasons why it's important for today is because this, this research, all this information means that we're building upon more types of sustainable textiles um, and, and these practices uh, that will mean more in the future. You know, this research now is important because in the future we can figure out, okay, how do we break down polyester? We have that now. How do we break down other types of uh, um, non-natural man-made uh, fabrics? Are those easier? Are those harder to uh, process uh, than a polyester? And so uh, also we can also learn from this uh, research and apply it um, to, you know, demonstrating that it's it's effective to, you know, recycle uh, fabric, you know, in, in, in wool blends and wool fabric uh, blends. We know that now. We know that those polyester in, in those wool blends can be uh, disentangled, can be uh, stripped from each other, so to speak. And so with that knowledge, we can also probably do the same or replicate it with other uh, types of materials. Maybe um, another man-made material like acrylic or maybe nylon and wool or another type of uh, material combination. So, and then the last thing um, I think with this information is that there's going to be new uh, heights that the fashion industry can, of course, reach, you know, with this information and making it applicable um, on, a, on a commercial scale, on a company scale. Um, I think that fashion companies can really use this technology. They can use the data that was uh, collected and, and done by the researchers at Queensland University uh, of Technology, QUT, and you know, there's so much that can be done uh, from that research. Now, I want to talk about briefly some uh, fast fashion facts, um, and then we'll go from there. So uh, I want to talk about a few facts. So the first is that um, with the demand um, of fast fashion, it actually creates a demand for 80 billion new garments every single year. I didn't know that before, and now I know that. And also, uh, polyester is really, it's in a lot of different items of clothing, and it's about... It's in about 80 to 150 million items of clothing every single year that it goes through. All types of things. I didn't I didn't know that that was so many different types of clothing that polyester is used in millions of items of clothing every year. Um, also a fast fashion fact is that um, the cradle to grave life cycle is used in the fashion industry. And it has, um, of course, uh, significant resources that are wasted in that life cycle. Uh, another couple of, of facts are that Australia discards an estimated $140 million worth of clothes uh, yearly as an average lifetime of three months for each item. 
And that was a fact from one of the researchers, one of the co-researchers in the research, uh, Professor Payne. And then uh, last but not least, another fact is that globally, 64% of textile fibers are from petrochemicals. uh, With 36% the remaining percentage, uh, those fibers are rolled or ruled uh, by cotton. So uh, cotton rules about 24%. And then a cellulosic uh, fiber is about 66%, and then also wool is about 1% um, and other uh, natural fibers as well. So next, I'm going to talk about some uh, notable quotables, and then we will resume. So one of the quotes is from Professor Spate. Again, he is one of the researchers uh, from the university. So, quote, the polyester extracted from fabric can be made into polyester chips and turned into anything from yarn for new textiles to playground equipment, end quote. And then another um, quote is from... One of the other researchers I just talked on, uh, Alice uh, Payne, she's one of the co-researchers, again, an associate professor um, from uh, QUT, Queensland University of Technology. And so she says, quote, uh, Adidas, for example, has committed uh, to using only recycled plastic by 2024, which includes polyester contributing to the demand for recycled polyester. Separating and reusing polyester is part of the drive to prevent waste in the fashion industry. Other ways to prevent waste is to use clothing longer, buy secondhand rather than new, and circulate, uh, lend, borrow, repair, upcycle, or resell no longer wanted clothing. And again, uh, that quote is from uh, Alice Payne, the co-researcher. And the other uh, quote, the Adidas quote, um, is um, from um, Mr. Spate, the professor, uh, not from uh, Alice Payne. So those are two separate quotes there, actually three technically. So again, uh, those quotes um, are from Professor Spate and Alice Payne, respectively. So I do um, believe um, that there's a lot to be said about, you know, our clothing purchases and what we buy year in and year out, season in and season out. Um, You know, and and maybe it is, you know, just best to purge ourselves from polyester. There's everything right with that, not too much wrong with that. Um, And since, you know, we now know that a polyester is a horrible a man-made a fabric and it has some cons to it some pros um, but those aren't really enough um, to warrant the use of it especially long term and so I want to talk about um, some things that I plan to do um, probably before the new year if not uh, the month of the new year in January so um, I want to get to that in a little bit but uh, one of the things I want to talk about is that I haven't really Um, bought any new chunks of clothing so you know getting out huge swaths of my wardrobe I haven't done that since 2016 Um, so I haven't bought um, too much of anything new new um, other than maybe some shoes I bought in 2017 Um, some things I've gotten from uh, others donated clothes which is amazing Um, but I do want to you know press upon people that you know, in my in listeners, everyone who's listening that, you know, you don't have to, you know, keep up with the Joneses or the Johnsons or, you know, try to fit in, especially with clothes that, you know, are just brand names. And they don't mean much, especially if you want to go in with the seasons and, and, and figure out what's next in fast fashion. You know, that's really harming our planet. I remember the days uh, when H&M... Um, you know, was really, really big and popular, still is to, to some degree, um, but of course I don't shop there anymore, and those who have been listening for some time know why, um, but, you know, there are other fast fashion um, brands out there, and I really look down on them because it's just, 
they aren't up to speed with what's going on. And, you know, there are, there have been, um, recent, you know, YouTube videos I've seen. Um, and it's just like with the Patriot Act, which I love that show, um, on YouTube and it's amazing. It's on Netflix as well. That's where it's from and everything. Um, and they were talking about fast fashion and the, the type of processes that these fast fashion companies are going through just to keep up with uh, worldwide demand and to sort of accelerate uh, the rate at which people are buying is extremely um, unfortunate and it's extremely maddening and it's so disappointing to hear. Um, but I think one of the remedies is that we don't have to purchase fast fashion anymore. Um, and it takes some time, trust me, it, it takes, you know, some months, maybe a few years, but once you get it, it's like you're getting off a treadmill that you no longer have to get on and it's fine and no one's pressuring you. You don't fear any, have any peer pressure, not that, you know, you have to have peer pressure. It's good not to have peer pressure. Trust me. Uh, I'm not into peer pressure, but you know, sometimes you want to, you know, be in with in crowd or sometimes you may just want something new and, and H&M is just there, has ads, it's, it's there, it's present. And so you may want to buy from it, but with H&M's history, no thanks. You know, I, I, I think it's important to research what you're bringing into your home. Um, and one of my goals for, um, green fashion and for, you know, greening up, um, my new year and to have, you know, different variety of clothes and many of, uh, which I'll mention different brands a little bit later on in the mother earth minutes. Uh, these brands really care about you as a consumer. They really care about not only their brand, but what they're doing with, uh, their, their ethics and their ethos and how they operate as a company. So these fabrics, um, that the clothes are made from, you know, they're 100% renewably powered, uh, sustainable, organic, you know, natural fa fabrics, um, natural fibers, you know, organic, organic cotton, for example, bamboo, hemp, um, these types of, uh, fibers, silk, for example, um, there's just so many different types out there. Um, and it's amazing what technology has done and what, uh, the companies I want to talk about a little bit later, what they've done. Um, it's it's great to um, invest in yourself, but also you know figure out what these what these fashion companies are are really doing and and what these uh, fashion goods are 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 doing for you. Are they any good for you? You know your family, um, if you have a family, if you have others to attend to and whatnot. And if not, then you know make better use of what you have. It's totally fine to you know, stand out from the crowd. I love it. And so I get tons of compliments, especially on some of the pieces I have, um, like from uh, Agon uh, Traders. I always get compliments on that um, jacket, fair trade, uh, handmade, pretty expensive um, jacket. And it's amazing. You know, I, I'm helping out the Nepalese women. Um, I, it's, you know, really unique and it's purposeful you know it's colorful it's the um you know different razor uh, edged colored patch jacket and it's amazing it's so warm and every single time I wear it someone else is giving me a compliment and you know I love it because of what it stood for I mean the compliments are really nice and I always am so ungrateful and so happy about them but I I love the fact that people care enough to pay attention but the fact that I decided to you know, partake and in, in buy it. And I want to buy so much more um, Agon Trader stuff. Um, I just love the brand. But um, that's just one of the examples of, you know, a company that's doing well and it's doing good and it's doing things that matters and it has set values that no one can really question. And so, you know, people like me and, and probably other hundreds of thousands, if not millions of other uh, young women are participating in companies like that and are buying from them and making a real difference. Um, there are so many alternatives to polyester, uh, some of which I named like hemp and linen, uh, bamboo. There's just so many alternatives. I can't wait to, um, you know, have those alternatives, you know, knowing that polyester is really horrible. But there is that special enzyme, that commercial enzyme 
that is uh, really uh, taking uh, the, the the fashion industry by storm. At least it will. Uh, it should really soon. Uh, I'm really excited about that. And I kind of want to uh, end on the note that, you know, pollution that is caused by polyester, it really does matter. Um, and I don't think we talk about that enough because, you know, recycled polyester is a little bit better um, because it results in, you know, 50, uh, 75% lower uh, carbon emissions as a carbon footprint from it being recycled versus virgin uh, polyester. And that's according to EcoWatch. So, I mean, there is some a remedy to polyester and the fact that it's, it can be recycled and you can have, of course, recycled polyester. But the best thing is probably just not to use it. And if you do happen to somehow use it mistakenly, try to have something of the recycled variety of polyester. So that ends all my uh, thoughts on the subject at hand. And so I'm going to proceed next uh, with a handful of different resources in the Mother Earth Minutes. Do you love Greener Thoughts? Supporting Greener Thoughts ensures more giveaways are available with even more exciting prizes, future Greener Thoughts merchandise, and surprises found only on Greener Thoughts. I greatly appreciate and love all the listeners who have tuned in and who support Greener Thoughts by doing good for the planet. One of the many ways I would love your support is by clicking the second lower link in the show notes of this episode. It's the direct support link for Greener Thoughts. So the Mother Earth Minutes is where we review in the next few minutes actions that you can of course take to combat the issue in the episode and as always save Mother Earth. So the message for this episode is that according to the World Health Organization, in developing countries, 20,000 individuals die of cancer and also miscarriages as a result of chemicals sprayed on conventional cotton. So think about that the next time you're buying your jeans or your shirt, and it doesn't necessarily say where it came from or if it's organic or not, chances are it's probably not. You know, there are plenty of companies that are transparent in the fabrics that they use uh, for the make and manufacture of their products and apparel. So if your company that you go to doesn't readily disclose um, the quality or the processes that its clothing was made from and made with um, and the standards there, then they're probably not up to par and you probably shouldn't be wearing the clothing. Um, You know, so there's some accountability there. Um, on the fact of the producers making the clothes, but also a little bit on the consumer because you're figuring out, you know, what this company is doing um, behind closed doors um, and if they are, you know, clear in what they're doing um, with their clothing, you know, how they are operating that, how are they uh, pushing that product out to others and to consumers to buy. Um, And so if you know where your clothing is coming from, wonderful. If you don't, that's something to work on. So with the first tip, um, it's pretty straightforward. It's just um, about purging the polyester um, and other synthetics that you have in your closet. Um, Like I said before, I will be doing that uh, December, uh, January at the latest of the new year. I cannot wait to, um, I'm busy um, with uh, traveling for work. Um, I didn't probably mention that last podcast episode, but um, so I'll be away from home for a bit, but I cannot wait to purge my uh, closet for a bit. So you can do tons of different things with the polyester you're going to rid your closet of. So you can donate it, you can sell it, you can alter it to make maybe a patch type of outfit. Um, You can do many things, maybe make a blanket out of it. Um, You can probably do many other things with your items. So there's a lot that you can do with your polyester that you're going to, of course, get rid of. Then the second and last tip is um, all about um, buying from brands that matter, buying from brands uh, that are varied. Tons of different brands um, are out there, but I found um, a nice handful 
um, that I think that you know anyone could you know consider. Um, really range as far as their prices um, and also the worldwide um, aspect to see these companies. You know they you know do ship you know sometimes domestically, sometimes internationally, and almost all these companies. Um, they're not, of course, in just one locality or one country, so they're all around the world um, as far as the diverse uh, placement of where, you know, these companies are founded. So amazing stuff. So the first company is Alternative Apparel, and again, these um, companies are in no particular order. So the first is Alternative Apparel. And they are certified green business, so amazing stuff. And um, the second one is People Tree, really cute name. And they're also fair trade. And 80% of the clothes come from organic cotton. And then the third company is uh, Reformation. And they are all about the use of sustainable materials for all of their clothes. So all the clothes have those uh, amazing uh, green uh, materials, you know, from the earth, uh, those natural uh, materials there. And then uh, number four is Tentry uh, from Vancouver, um, Canada, and it's a certified B Corp. And number five is Bowden from... Uh, London, UK, and then um, number six is Eco Vibe, and they're from Portland, Oregon, and then number seven is uh, Cuyana, C U Y A N A, and they're from San Francisco, California, and so they have it so that with each purchase, uh, you can send a bag of used clothes to donate to a women's organization. So. There's a little bit of that community outreach and sense of community there. And then number eight is Amour Vert, A-M-O-U-R, Vert, V-E-R-T. And they're from San Francisco, California. And they're all about zero waste. And it's pretty cool because uh, in addition to zero waste being one of their uh, main missions and goals of solving and being stewards of, uh, they also um, have planted a tree with each uh, new purchase, so over 200,000 trees thus far. Number nine is Organic Basics, and they're from Aarhus, Denmark, A-A-R-H-U-S in Denmark. And they are 100% eco-certified, and they also use renewable energy in uh, making uh, their clothing and apparel. And their clothing and items products are made from sustainable fabrics. And then uh, last but not least, number 10 is Threads for Thought. That's threads as in like needle and thread. And then uh, the number four and then Thought. Um, and they're from Los Angeles, California. And they are a certified B Corp. And they are very inclusive in their range uh, for women, men, just everyone. Uh, different sizes is all all uh, amazing uh, types of diversity there and they also um, have sustainable um, types of fabrics that they use of course things like organic cotton and they also make use of recycled materials um, the third um, type of tip I guess bonus tip or maybe just a third tip in general is to sort of know the difference between um, just a handful um, of types of the petroleum derived types of fabrics and then the cellulosic uh, types of uh, fabric. So the uh, viscose, the rayon, bamboo, uh, tencel, T-E-N-C-E-L, uh, lyocell, L-Y-O-C-E-L-L, and also modal, those are the cellulosic uh, types of different fabrics. So they're pretty unnatural. And they're of the earth um, and they're you know, made in, in stitched just a certain way and everything. They're really versatile. And then there's the petroleum derived uh, or the uh, man-made sort of fixed um, types of fabric. So polyester, nylon, spandex, and acrylic just to name a few.
physical fact of the day is that a study measuring the effect of temperature on cognitive performance finds that women do better on tests when the thermostat is set to a warmer temperature. The reverse is true for men. That fact was sourced from the Sierra Club Sierra Magazine in the November-December 2019 issue. Greener Thoughts wants to hear your story. You can self-nominate or nominate an individual who exhibits environmental stewardship and protects the environment. If you volunteer in or work in an environmental company, either way, let Greener Thoughts know. If you want to tell your story and be in for a unique surprise, please send me a voice message. Just click on the third lower link in the show notes. So we've come to the Eco Company Spotlight, one of my favorite times in Greener Thoughts. And so, of course, if you would love for me to review your environmentally related product or service, you can always go ahead and email me, of course, or send a voice message my way. It's totally fine. Um, I've been reviewing companies for a long while now, since February 2019. Uh, All my favorites and ones I've used in the past recently um, have supported, you know, and shared, recommended to others. Just, I love all the companies I get to talk about with you all. And so one of my favorites um, and one of my newest ones, I think, is uh, Bite Beauty. So Bite Beauty is all about bite and beneficial ingredients to give you the look, feel, and performance of lip products that heal, help, and bring a healthy pout to your lips. Bite Beauty is cruelty-free, with many shades of lip products that are, of course, gluten-free, free of parabens, phthalates, and sulfates. Yet, they're full of natural and organic ingredients, such as castor seed oil, sunflower seed oil, shea butter, grapeseed oil, olive fruit oil, and more. As far as their product selection, Bite Beauty has a ton of different products, all types of lip products, so things like lipsticks, uh, lip stains, liquid lipsticks, lip pencils, lip crayons, shimmer uh, lip crayons also, and they also have lip gloss, one of my favorite things, and also multi-sticks, and they also have lip care products. Now, if you would like to contact Bite Beauty, you can go ahead and email them at their uh, email address, customer service at bite b-i-t-e beauty.com and you can also give them a ring or give them a call at 1-844-500-2483 now my experience of bite beauty has been wonderful because i purchased a set a few sets of their products um, as gifts for uh, my sister Uh, Well, one of my sisters is my middle sister, and my little sister, um, she, I don't think, got um, the different uh, lipsticks, but I think that I will be purchasing them for the holiday season. I haven't really done a ton of shopping, at least not at all, so I think this would would be great, and they do have sales going on, so I, I love that. I fell in love with the different colors of Bite Beauty and the fact that their um, different lip products, they range so much. It's just so much to uh, gather and they're accessible because uh, they're at uh, Sephora, which is one of my favorite uh, shops. And I love the versatility in their product range. So they have like these tipped um, lip pencils and and the lip crayons are just beautiful. They're so sharp. But sharp is in like their preciseness of how they uh, color and paint the lips. And, you know, they just sculpt and they do so much. And I also love lip balms. Um, I'm, I'm big on lip balms and, and lip gloss. And so to have Bite Beauty um, as a go-to is really exemplary. And I just cannot say um, enough good things about Bite Beauty. I love their... Um, message what they stand by and they are simplistic 
and really straight to the point when it comes to what they do, which is lips. Bite Beauty products can be found online at bitebeauty.com, amazon.com, ebay.com, sephora.com, and also in-store. They're also at Sephora's uh, located in JCPenney and also uh, Lip Lab locations in the U.S. As far as internationally, Bite Beauty is also in Canada at Sephora and also sephora.ca. And also uh, Lip Lab, uh, their Bite Beauty is also available in Australia um, and also at Sephora um, for uh, more uh, counters they have they have tons of different uh, things coming out soon so you can always look uh, to if your country uh, may be able to have some bite beauty now as far as uh, the social media platforms of bite beauty they're available on a ton of different platforms they are available on facebook at bite beauty again that's bite beauty b-i-t-e all capital and then beauty Instagram at Bite Beauty, all lowercase one word. LinkedIn at Bite Beauty, uh, same thing, being all capital Bite and then Beauty. Pinterest, same thing, all capital with Bite and then uh, Beauty. And then Twitter, same thing, B I T E, all capitalized and then Beauty. And then YouTube uh, is also great with their uh, videos they have there. And it's uh, B-I-T-E, Bite, all capitalized, and then Beauty. Again, to contact Bite Beauty, you can go to the website directly, bitebeauty.com. You can call them at their number, 1-844-500-2483. Or you can, of course, email them uh, at their customer service line, a customer service at bitebeauty.com. everyone so i want to thank you of course for listening in uh this is a great you know episode for all those who love sharing all things beauty uh fast fashion um and sort of the connectedness of it and you know anyone who's maybe learned you know a bit more about sustainable fashion um and brands that of course we talked about you know that that handful of brands that you know maybe could benefit someone else can definitely pass on that knowledge uh, of this uh, podcast episode. And, you know, if you didn't know that, you know, millions of pieces of plastic are on the, the Cocos Islands or Neeling Island or maybe Henderson Island, you know, now you know. And then also uh, those who want to green up their fashion and their closet, this is the episode, of course, to check out. So I want to thank you, of course, everyone who's ever uh, listened in to Greener Thoughts, shared Greener Thoughts, reviewed. It means the world. And I want to thank you all for listening into this podcast episode. So until next time, you all take care and you all do great things. And I will uh, see you all in the next episode coming up soon. But until then, of course, take care. Bye.